Come on in, guys. And we're back talking llama survivor 43 episode five jared we're just zipping through this season here i like this i like this episode quite a bit actually and a lot of fun with it it was a good mix of messy gameplay once again and people making the smart decision even if, even if it wasn't exciting or flashy it was smart yeah uh agree with both statements i i was looking up previews um just like seeing if there was anything I forgot about that was going to maybe be a topic entering tonight. Um, didn't find much, but I saw like episode five and I was like, wow, is that, wow. It's like already we're, we're well into the season. Um, yeah, as we'll get to emerge is next week. Apparently. Or maybe the merge. I guess we'll see. Oh, let's not get started there right now. Well, just uh, I mean, the, I know, er, the I know. earn the merge, I think might be back, which I'm which I'm OK with. But the hourglass is gone, which hallelujah. Yes, yes. All right. But for this episode, uh, Coco, they just had tribal council voting Lindsay out. I mean, you could also argue Lindsay voted herself out the way she played. And they're, they're just kind of debriefing back at camp. And we do see that Gio and Ryan were clued in on the Lindsay vote. Um, but Cassidy is a little uneasy as she received the one rogue vote, which Gio owns up to. And Gio, he's feeling about as safe as you can feel in Survivor, whether correct or not, even though he got voted out, still probably incorrect to feel this safe. But he he couldn't feel better about his place in the in the tribe. So he doesn't care that 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 uh that Cassidy knows that he voted for her, which interesting interesting decision i get it in small tribes it might be hard to keep it a secret but to be so open and just like whatever about it was a little little curious i'll say yeah um well first off we're are we gonna i feel like i could just mention this every time they do it but they did the previously on survivor thing again did they not I don't, I don't think so. I thought they did. Um, where they showed, yeah, Lindsay and uh, anyway, maybe. I don't think. I think they, they. I mean, they showed some scenes, but I don't think they did the actual previously on second. Okay, okay. Because I was like, man, I just, I, I thought we were going to be done with this, where they show us something that already happened. Um, but yeah, small complaint. It, there's just. There's so little time. It feels like the hour goes by so fast. And, well, speaking uh, of that, we didn't have our first commercial break until about 20 minutes into the episode. Now, did I, they did they backload the commercials or did we get a few extra minutes overall? I'm not sure about that either. Um, I was watching it on uh, a slight delay, so I could skip through the commercials, so I didn't notice a ton happening late in the episode okay 
All right. Something to, to note. Um, so Gio and, and his buddy Ryan are Ryan as well, are both in very high spirits. They think this was part of their move, which was a little interesting. At least that's at least that's how Carla phrased it. She said she's happy to let them think it's their move, which if they both think that, they're delusional. They don't think they but that's only from Carla's side of things. But she and Cassidy are basically laughing at Gio and Ryan because it was their plan, worked to perfection. And as far as they're concerned, they have the the three v two numbers, um, which clearly they do at the end. And then we go into to Baca and get some some action here at the expense of Vessi. You got nothing on Vessi pre challenge, which fine with here and there. Um, so Ellie and Janine go idol hunting, and because this is Baca's the last tribe to find their their beware advantage, and Ellie, not sorry, Janine finds it in. A bog infested tree. I think it was just ants, but still, no, thank you. Yeah, hard pass. Hard pass. I, I mean, just reached right in there, and I thought she was like flicking the ants off of it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she got them all. There's still like there were so many. <laughs> that was that was nuts. Like it makes sense in a jungle, but that was nuts how how many there were. Yeah. So so Janine finds the beware advantage, and she's dis- she takes it to Ellie, and they're discussing if they should take it. They once again mentioned that they're in a good position to vote out Gabler, who once again has an idol that can only be used at one more tribal council, which he knows about. He's fully aware of the rules, and they're still not sure that he knows how his idol works. Incredible that this is still in play. I am in love with this. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a bummer that they're going to merge before they can just think they're going to clearly vote him out. Like, on a small tribe that would have been if they went to tribal council and tried and actually tried to vote him out and he played his idol which i hope to god he would but why wouldn't you that might be in the running my favorite tribal council ever so all of the just absolute nonsense going on on all sides would have been just chef's kiss yeah yeah and i'm i mean there's that which would be really really funny i'm i feel like janine and ellie even after the gabler stuff i mean to me this was not a strong showing no ellie i thought ellie had such a good premiere i am i'm a little more down on her now because their next decision so so janine decides to take it so she opens the note with ellie where do they do it literally at the water well (laughs) well no one ever goes there exactly (laughs) if you can name the two places to never do something like this it's literally at camp and the water well go anywhere else i get that you're caught up in the moment maybe if you're giving them a huge leash and benefit of the doubt leeway there the water well what are you thinking in that moment you're or are you just not thinking yeah, I think it was just like they they must have, I mean, just found it, you would assume, right? Like they well, Janine found it and then went to Ellie. Yeah, but it seemed like she was pretty close by. Yeah. Like where where she's like Ellie, and then Ellie's like, no. And I just it seemed, yeah, it seemed like they were it was a team idol hunt and I thought it was almost instant where like Janine would have found it and then 
yeah let yeah. ellie know but, so who knows what the timeline was on going to the well and how close they were to it but either way go anywhere else yeah because what happens owen wanders up the exact person they're talking about he wanders up they have no choice at this point but to let him in on, on what, what happened what they found and owen owen mentions in a confessional that he could really mess things up by not giving janine his bead but in what world unless you're known like sworn enemies at this point in the game in what world would somebody in owen's position not give up his bead you you can't you have to in his spot yeah yeah um and i don't even know how like obviously the reason you wouldn't do it is to prevent someone from getting an idol and to you know take her vote away indefinitely but I feel like it's also a huge plus to know where the idol is and like be yeah. have have those allies. So yeah. Plus he he would have then become Janine and Ellie's first yeah. and foremost target. And it's yeah, it would it would be putting an unnecessary target on your back, especially at this point in the game. Maybe if it was later during the merge and you just and you could you could work it with the with the other group, but right now there's there's no way he actually considered that. I would I would hope hope to believe. Um, so then then Ellie, in force I mean for Janine continues the current tradition of telling everyone everything. She goes to Sammy and I I love this quote. This is kind of Janine's information to tell you, but she found the beware advantage. Perfect. And Janine's not there. It's just Ellie and Sammy. I don't to this at this point. I don't know if Janine knows that Sammy knows. I would assume Ellie told her, but they didn't show it explicitly. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I would guess everybody but Gabler is in on it. Well, was well, in on it. So, but he eventually finds out. Yeah. Um. So, so Janine gets the beads pretty easily, as you'd expect, because obviously Owen's going to do it. Obviously, Ellie's going to do it. And Sammy at this point, since Ellie told him, he kind of has to do it too. So it's just Gabler. And Gabler had been making bracelets or saving beads to make bracelets for his daughter. And he gives he gives Janine two other beads, not the, not the special one. And she says, oh, what about that one? And he says, oh, he basically like had specifically earmarked that for his daughter. And for once, I thought, great. Someone's going to have to work for this a little bit. But no, she just says... That one really speaks to me, reminds me of you. How about I give you these two back for that one? He goes, okay. I mean, he he drives a hard bargain. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm, after seeing all three, I'll see what you think. I think I'm out on the beads. Yes, also out. The Cody was fun, but that was mainly because, because it was Cody, is what I'm thinking now, that seeing someone like him scramble right before tribal making a hasty arguably incorrect decision at a bad time which we'll get to with his partner jesse in a little bit as well that was fun carlo it was kind of cool seeing her navigate it with you know the different approaches for different people but she's she's shown before and since that she's a strong social player so this actually didn't really show us anything different and janine basically had it handed to her because three of the four beads were in a, in no position to deny her the beads, and then Gabler is Gabler. Yeah. Yes, uh, I. It's I still say 
it's it's far better still than the phrases but i'm i don't it, it it still needs some work i don't i don't mind the beware advantage as as a thing that that exists in the game but it definitely still needs some tweaking i i'm going to disagree on that uh i just i just don't like it like there's i i think we we're in favor of it more now because of how bad it used to be, <laughs> but like, just like put a normal idol there. And what about, I think they did this find it. last season where there was a different beware advantage, not for the idol, but they, they got something else out of it. Are you, are you okay with the beware advantage in that context? If an idol was just an idol and then they do the beware advantage in another, in another way. If it's like the only other advantage, then maybe, but there's just so many of them. Like, I, I would, I just want a more simple game. That's fair. That's so that's fair. why, that's why I'm in general against the beware advantage, even if it doesn't suck as much as it used to. I still like, as we've talked about before, that especially now that they know, you know, the main idea behind it is that it does force them into a choice. Yeah. That there, there can be thinking behind that, and if they do mix it up, and so that it's not for sure an idol, and then they have to think about, well, what am I possibly getting versus giving up, and they they could, I mean, losing your vote is like the easy thing to have them give up, but they could mix that up too. Yeah, it get a little might get a little complicated because losing a vote, everyone's going to go back to tribal at some point. It's a very straightforward thing to do. So I'm not sure what else they would kind of put in its place, but there's losing def- your right shoe. <laughs> I, I would kind of enjoy that. Like once just take away a material good of theirs until the next, until the merge. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'd agree that I would prefer the idols to go back to the way they were, maybe make them harder to find, make them need the clues. Yeah, these have been or, pretty or make weak. It like, or make it like very hard to find. You can yeah. do it without a clue, this... but but make it very tough. I mean, you just it's just like out there sitting like, I mean, plain sight, like in pretty obvious places. It seems. I mean, I, I think with been. the new mechanics, with the beware advantage, they clearly want them to be found because they they want players to lo- either lose their vote or have to go through the the hassle or apparently not hassle whatsoever of getting the beads that in their mind is probably a waste if no one finds it or if even one of them doesn't find it, but yeah, make them find clues, make make them go off for hours like Russell Hans and just dig through random holes and in the dirt and in the ground and every single tree and make it a little more tough. Yeah. I'm, Again, I, yeah, I think that's that's one aspect of the game that's gotten pretty soft. Um, and then in order to like, I feel like in order to compensate, they made actually getting the idol via additional means harder, which it's like just kind of a lot of work. <laughs> just yeah, let's not spend this much time. Well, well, where it's going to be interesting now is everyone's got their idol at merge. And basically, 
I mean, the majority of people I think in the left in the game know how the idols work. I haven't done a full rundown. I mean, everyone on Baca knows, and at least a couple on each of the other tribes know. So people are going to know what to look for, which I don't like. I don't like that idols are just so easily known, but I, I like what it could result in, but I'd still prefer it to be a little more secretive. Yeah, I that's another thing. I didn't even think about that. Like how many of the best moments at Tribal Council just came from someone like whipping out an idol that nobody knew they had. And... Marianne just last season, Harvey with a double idol play in in Fender's Okay, favors. let's not Marianne, no. No. I guess it was more of a timing thing. It was a big moment. It was more of a timing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's a recent example. It is. But yeah, I mean, that's like I feel like Wentworth idled Savage out of the game, like totally. What she, she negate like nine votes? Yeah, like I, I mean, give me that. I know it's rare, but like that's what makes it awesome. Give me the possibility of that. Yeah, yeah. Versus being able to plan against. Okay, we know these three people have well, idols plus, for sure. I mean, if you're Cody, you can just go around to people on the other tribes and be like, "Hey, did you give your beats to anyone?" Like. Pretty, pretty simple. It's just, it's just all going to be out there. Yeah. Which again, you, if you know anything about me, I hate results-based thinking. This could result in a good, some good moments, but I'd much rather have a better process with the idols. But yeah, like I said, enough time on that. And when it comes up, we'll, we'll cover it. But quite want to get to for, the, for this week here. Uh, so then we just jump into the immunity challenge. Uh, four of the tribe members start the challenge tied together. They must navigate through some obstacles, then grab a bucket to fill with water, then cross a giant teeter-totter, pour whatever water remains into a new bucket, which is attached to a gate, repeat until they have enough water to uh, lower the gate. That seemed pretty easy. Unless they just unless they just cut around tribes going back through the obstacles, it seemed like that was a very simple aspect of the challenge. I I think it was that easy just because like on the few shots that we saw, no one spilled their water, like any water at all. See, when Jeff was explaining the challenge, I don't know if I wasn't paying close enough attention. I thought they were carrying the bucket through the obstacles, which would have made it obviously a lot harder. That would have been yeah. better. But yeah, this part seems super, super straightforward, like way too easy. Yeah. But again, minor complaint. Then at the end, they need to roll three balls up a ramp to get them to balance on a little platform at the top, which had some small walls, some oh, you know, open spaces. And they're also playing for reward tarps. First tribe to finish gets a big tarp. Second gets a small tarp. Um, Vessi wins. Another, another challenge win for them. Baca comes in second. But after a little interesting moment here with uh, Ryan for Coco. He's got two balls up at the top, takes his third ball and just rips it. Just absolutely annihilates it. Knocks all three off and my, my first thought was you're an idiot. What are you doing? And then that ended up being the correct thought, but for the wrong reason. I thought he just messed up. Did did you think at this point in time did you think he was maybe throwing it or do you think he just screwed it up? I thought he just screwed it up. Mm -hmm. yeah uh 
gosh. It's so hard for my brain to even process that someone would throw a challenge with five people on their tribe. And yep. So, so that's, that's where we get to. I always thought Ryan just completely screwed it up. Then in a confessional, he says he did it on purpose in the moment to throw the challenge in order to vote Cassidy out. And yeah, on a five person tribe, super risky, not telling anybody about your plan to do this. Super risky. Philip, Philip Shepard. <laughs> I got I got to fill you in on something. <laughs> a challenge though is one of the riskiest things you can do in the game because you're willingly sending yourself to tribal council. We don't need to explain why that's a bad idea. This episode is example why it's a bad idea. You need to at least clue your alliance members in. Tell them beforehand, hey, if I'm in a position, I might throw this. And they can at least they'll know what you were doing and they can kind of prep for it. But doing it on your own is is super ballsy. Pun kind of intended. And so at this point, I have no choice but to root for Ryan to get voted out. Yes. Just yes. Incredibly dumb decision. Spur of the moment. I get going for a big play, but it's a big stupid play that people probably wouldn't respect. He talks about his a resume point. I know. And I, know. I don't think people would respect that play. Some no. people might. I don't think most would. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing a super early challenge. No, I don't think that's going to get you anywhere. Yeah. That was. And it didn't even seem like Cassidy was. I mean, I guess if you know you can't work with her. Sure. You want to vote her out. But it didn't seem like she was. Like their relationship was irre- irreparable. Yeah. And. It's not like she was on the outs with the whole tribe. Yeah. Like she was very clearly tight with Carla. And if not obviously tight with, with James, at least friendly with James. And I mean, may, maybe Carla and James are just playing Gio and Ryan that well. And we haven't fully seen it. But Gio completely trusts Carla. So, I mean, maybe that's what that's what he was thinking, that she was more on the outs than... Than you thought, because I think even Geo mentioned that at the earlier, you know, like the first part of the episode, how on the outs Cassidy was. So either they're both completely unaware, or the other three are doing a much better job than the show's let on. I'd hope. Yeah, you I don't know doubt I this. A, I don't know if I have an opinion on that. But either way, bottom line, dumb choice. Here for it, hilariously bad. It can only go wrong, basically, which it, it does. Spoiler. Uh, so then we get to um, the decision rock, except it's a, a rowboat this time. And Geo, Janine, and, and Jesse all make the trip here. What did you think of them changing up from a hike to a rowboat? Uh, I mentioned I had just a really weird take before we started. Um, Hit me. This is... Such an unnecessary complaint, but I'm going to do it anyway. Love it. Taking them in a boat past where they have to go to make them row back to that very place just looked ridiculous on my television. <laughs> like I, I saw a couple other people mention that. It's, it's incredible. Why? I mean, just create the illusion of pulling up somewhere and having them see the rowboat and telling us they need to go somewhere else. (laughs) 
it kind of it just ruins it. We've already showed me where they're going. <laughs> I know they could have just been dropped off there to begin with. Yep. Didn't make a lot of sense, but but I love I love that I love that take, love that comment. Just um black and or yeah, black and white, robot versus hike. Do you do you even care? I just get rid of all of it. Yes, because we've talked before about how this needs to change. The the mechanics of getting to the decision was not what we were concerned about. <laughs> there was, I mean, what was that? Like a minute? Like this had no need to change. It's just the decision itself is so boring. It doesn't make for good TV in the least. You're flipping a piece of paper and putting your hand in a bag. The yeah. the journey, the, the literal journey itself is was not the problem. And they decided to try, try to decide to change it up for whatever reason. Yeah. Hi, hey, they they tried something. Didn't work. Correct. So then uh Geo. He really plays up his bottom position in the tribe, which he thinks is a lie, but is actually the God's honest <laughs> truth, which unbeknownst to him until the very end of the episode. And and Janine, who literally just lost and regained her vote, is basically saying she needs to risk her vote as well. And Jesse, he's he's doesn't really care what they're saying. He just needs to decide if risking it is right for for him, which is the I think is the correct approach. I don't think you need to listen necessarily to what the other people are saying it's just think of your game in a vacuum is a 33 percent chance just assume they're all going to risk it is a 33 percent chance at an, an advantage and a 67 percent chance at losing your vote worth the risk for you right now probably not i don't and think for, so and for him in this position no you're on a four-person tribe yep the merge is probably coming soon but you can't guarantee that. And if there's even one more vote, you could be absolutely screwed. So Jesse, Jesse gets lucky. So Jesse and Janine lose their vote. Geo gets the advantage, which is a knowledge is power. Thank God it went out right away. We'll, cut, we'll get to that. So for, for Jesse, let's just, we won't spend a lot of time on it because it won't be a factor, but he's in a four-person tribe. He loses his vote. Noel and and Dwight are presumably pretty close, and Cody's got an idol. Yeah, you know the math is not in his favor. So the one thing do do Dwight and Noel don't know about Cody's idol, do they? At least I don't not that remember. we remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it being acknowledged by them that he has one. So I think, and this this screws Cody, but it'd be the only way to keep his ally is they'd have to convince the other, they have to convince, um, or Jesse would have to convince Noel and Dwight to vote out Cody and tell Cody, you need to play your idol. Otherwise, I'm going home. And if I was Cody, I'd be kind of pissed that my partner put me in that position where I, where I have to use my idol to save him, in which case, I maybe you wouldn't, but also maybe would just because the numbers are so bad, you almost have to. Yeah. If your partner lost his vote, you almost got to play on yourself no matter what. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny, like when when you say like you have to think about your game in a vacuum, and then like 
because that's your strategy, the decision you end up making like literally hurts the only other person that matters in your game. But I, I think that has to thinking of your game in a vacuum doesn't mean just you or yeah, the yeah. person. It would go into it your alliance or at least your number one ally. And if I do this, how does this affect him, which affects my game? And yeah. it seemed it seemed short sighted. And again, he got very lucky. I mean, he still could get screwed with the murder not having a vote, but he's in a much better position than he also I'll say deserves to be in after that decision. Yeah, it just makes it I think it makes it even more ridiculous that like yeah, if thinking of your game in a vacuum means also thinking about like how this decision affects your next tribal council, it's it's even crazier that he chose to do it this way. Yeah, and he talked about how he wants to show his kids, you know, you know, take a risk, go go big. Sometimes you need to show an example of making smart decisions. <laughs> you know? Yeah, think think about your future. <laughs> think a couple steps ahead and not and not just in the moment and yeah. how, how things will impact you after. Honestly, that's again, small gripe, but that's the kind of thing that just like irritates me about the show now is that like they they always it's like they go out of their way to try and relate things that they're doing in the game to things that happen outside of the game and like I it's just an overall complaint we I've talked about the casting I feel like they not only don't they cast villains but they cast people based on their past and not what they can provide to the show and it's like when you start telling me you're doing things in the game to you know show your kids something it's like i mean it just doesn't it doesn't influence my enjoyment of the show at all other than slightly decreases it it's become so commonplace now that it's lost all effect like certain people can have the yeah like like noel can have the effect they want someone in her position where she can show oh just because i lost a leg i can still go out and do everything that the other players can do physically that i overcame this huge you know emotional damaging moment in my life whatever it might be that can be effective but it's the it's the it's the same phrase or same thing as the phrase i didn't come here to make friends people said that early on it's like oh that's kind of a cool cool sentiment and then it gets said this season, next season, next season, the next season, the next season, the next season, next season. Everyone says it. Duh, you're here for a million bucks. If you make friends, great. People make friends on the show all the time. But yes, that was that's no one's main goal on Survivor is to make friends. And it, it just, it's the law of diminishing returns. It's just a very clear example of that. Except maybe Ben from Winners at War. He's trying to make friends. Then he lost. I, I remembered I defended Ben. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I defended the mindset and I, st- I still, I'll still, I'd still go to bat for him in that particular moment, but on any season where you're not playing with a, a game full of millionaires and winners, that's about the only, only situation where I would be, where I can rationalize it. If someone said that on this season, I, they'd be, they'd be an absolute moron. Well, Hey, I mean, Ryan, he's uh you know, 
Let's just, let's just get actually no, we gotta cover Janine first. So Janine reads a note in private. Oh, also Jesse told this whole tribe the truth, which interesting, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a great time to do that. Either he's unless he thinks that he and Cody for sure have either Dwight or Noel on their side. He said he thought it was only fair that they know where the votes are, but no. I, I disagree with that. Yeah, strong disagree. It's just making it's just making your already bad position a little bit worse. Arguably quite a bit worse. Yeah. Not a lot of long-term thinking on this episode. No. Which then, which, as we've said, is you know, kind of fun sometimes. Yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy the mess and just People, people making fools of themselves and making silly decisions and really going into your own acting of these decisions like Ryan. This was just great, great comedy. Um, then Janine reads her note in private, learns she lost her vote, and then goes to her tribe to read it with everybody. Do you, do you think that she read it in private first so in case she got the advantage, she could play it off differently? I like to think so. I, I feel you like know, it, given what I've seen from her game, though, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what what that accomplished. I mean, in this case, if that was what she was guarding against, but then you're opening it in front of everybody, you risk someone looking at the note or asking to see the note, and then you say no, and it's very suspicious. Where mm-hmm. you say yes and you know you're lying, or yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fully see that. I mean, you didn't get any any ex- explanation from her about that, really. At least not that, not that I remember. So that was that was odd. And then we get to Geo. Um. So and th- at this point, we know he he has it. He has to. Um. So he he opens it up. Actually, skipping ahead a little bit because he came he came back to the tribe late. Um. So as soon as Coco gets back to camp, we get a confessional from Ryan saying he threw the challenge, just confirming that he did do it in the moment. But he he feels super good about their plan to vote Cassidy out. And he, he talks to James about voting Cassidy. And everything's A-OK until literally two seconds later when James tells Cassidy all about Ryan's plan. Gold. Yeah. The, the, the perfect way for, for this to go. Incredible stuff. Um, and then... And then Ryan's next plan or part next part of the plan, I should say, is to just tell Cassidy that he's the vote. He screwed up the challenge, so he's going to get voted out. Bold. Bold. I love it. I love it, Jared. Yeah. So. So I just to keep keep the timeline straight here. Uh, Ryan tells. uh, James about the plan to vote Cassidy out. Or just just firms it up because he and Gio had, yeah, had yeah. Plan, been planning that from the jump. It sounds like, and and then James immediately tells Cassidy, yes, and then Ryan, after she knows what's going on already, tells Cassidy that he's the vote. When Cassidy clearly knows that Ryan's target is her, yes, yes, and yes. and but Ryan who. Thank, thank you to production for 
including the comment where he says how good of an actor he is, which news to us, I think. Well, obviously, the best actor is Sammy for his Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, what a callback. What a callback even just a couple weeks ago. But yeah, so so Cassidy goes to talk to Ryan and it it feels like Cassidy was just was just messing with him, which was incredible. She's like, oh, I don't I don't want it to be you. And then Ryan, which thinking of this from Cassidy's point of view is absolutely hysterical. What, <laughs> what happens next? Because <laughs> because Ryan, he goes, I mean, I'd rather have you vote for me and be on the right side of the vote and not hurt your game going forward. No, 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 you would not rather that happen. You'd rather have her not vote for you if, if you're the plan and work with her to change the plan if she is telling the truth that she does not want to vote for you. Yeah, he's there to make friends, though. So, I mean, it would have been, yeah, it would have been believable. I mean, this was incredible. I have nothing against Ryan. I like him. Clearly, he's not a very good player. At least not that he's shown. But I, I, can, I could only hope for him to get voted out. It was, the, it, was, it was the only thing I was okay allowing myself to root for in that moment. Yeah, ultimate. It would have been the ultimate payoff. Yes. And no. we do get the next best thing because Ryan's plan still blows up in his face just for his yes. partner. I wonder how pissed Gio is once he learned how this went down. <laughs> <laughs> they they legitimately could have won or gotten second. So winning that challenge and just avoided all of this. Uh, so then, but then Gio gets back and he tells everyone that he played it safe, didn't risk his, his vote. So he's just, he's just in the clear. And then he tells his alliance, Except he tells Carla first. So Carla's got to have him in her back pocket. Like the fact that he trusts her this much to tell her right away the truth that he has the advantage and he opens it up with her, which was wild to me. Open up in private. I mean, I feel like you probably still have to tell her the truth because you might ask to read it, but still don't give yourself any flexibility by doing this. And it's the super beloved Jared knowledge is power advantage which I literally said, oh, fuck you when I saw that. I just, I just hate this. I just hate this advantage so much. It's so stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah. It wasn't, I wasn't upset that Gio got it. I was upset that it was in the game. Um, and Carla realizes that this could screw her over because she has an idol. And at some point, people are going to start talking like, hey, we haven't found an idol yet. Who could have an idol? Maybe they'd they'd focus on her and they might you know spring it on her. So she wants to just not waste any time and just go after Gio right now. Get him out of the game. Get that advantage out of the game. And and James is on board. He realizes that that could be dangerous. Gio is still gunning for power. He he thinks he's secure. Another good time to vote somebody out that you're targeting when they think they're in a safe position. And he's got a pretty heavy advantage if he uses it correctly. And then. Cassidy is a little on the fence. Now, I thought this was a pretty big red herring um, or that that then when Cassidy, not Cassidy, when Carla and James then discuss maybe they need to vote out, vote out Cassidy like because they reminded them of Lindsay. I didn't buy into that for a second. I think I, I bought into it a little more than you just because that would have also been incredible where she just does the same thing 
that uh, that Lindsay did to get herself voted out when there's been pretty clear other plans set. But and it and it, and it would have been a horrible decision. Yeah, that too. Um, then you then you even your numbers while leaving a very powerful advantage potentially player in the game. It's it's weird with the tribe dynamics of this tribe though. Like because I mean, Geo obviously trusts Carla and Ryan trusts Carla. Like would she have evened it because they just go to her anyway? So like clearly they must think she's not that close with the other people. Yeah, but then the they, but then if, if it's those four Geo and Ryan would clearly think Cassidy is the next vote. And it seems like Carla and Cassidy are much closer than Carla and either, either the other two guys. So she'd be putting her... Oh, and I'm sorry, Cassidy. She'd be her and... They voted out Cassidy. It'd be her and her and Ryan. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, her and James. So they... Yeah. So same point, but flip to, to James, that they would want to vote out James next. True. So yeah. I see. I see yeah. what you're saying, and yeah, I don't it, yeah. disagree. But I don't think it would have. It would have put her in a bad position where she could maybe get herself voted out. Yeah, no, I get if it. No. They realized how she was playing them, but I think, I think this goes to speak to Carla that as great as she's been playing socially, I think she's been playing even better than we've thought. That everyone just goes to her, and no one's raising it, raising an eye about anything about how she is just easy with everybody. Yep, she's getting a strong edit for sure. Do you think it's getting too strong for this point in the game, or is it just kind of ramping up to a potential winner's run? No, I mean, I mean, it, it depends if you think that obtaining the beads is a huge play, but like, I don't think she's had like a trademark thing yet. Um, I think it's just been solid. I'd agree. I, yeah, and I don't think now that we have some some space to look back on it with that I don't think the beads themselves were a a big play, but it just speaks more so to her larger larger social game that she is just kind of running circles around everybody in that one aspect. But I don't think she has a massive like strategic moment necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I guess I I have a couple thoughts on the edits um, so far, but we can yeah. Right, right, we, just, we can maybe get to that when we get yeah. to a little merge talk. Um, yeah. So we get to tribal and theoretically it's between geo Ryan and, and Cassidy. But I've, I've, I felt pretty certain it was going to be geo. I didn't think they were going to go for Cassidy. And it certainly seemed like James and Carla had pivoted from Ryan to geo. So it seemed like geo and Cassidy, but Cassidy popped up so late in the episode for me that I just didn't think that was going to be the vote. It, even though it ended up being three, two, I just, I didn't think that that Cassie would have made sense from the way they, they put the show together, which kind of stinks. Cause I like when there's a little more uncertainty, but I guess sometimes it's just, yeah. you, you show what you've got and that's what you're left with. Yep. But yeah, I, I do think, do you think there was any, do you think there's any wiggle room on Geo being the right decision, or was that just clearly the right the right person to vote out here? Uh, well, again, 
so they knew that he had the beware. No, so so Carla, I've gotten confused about so Carla has about the idols. Carla has the idol from the beware man. Yeah, Geo had the knowledge. Or I mean, yeah, power. sorry, sorry, the knowledge is power. So Carla knew one hundred percent because she saw him open it. Yeah, and then she told James, and I believe she told Cassidy as well. So yeah, I'm, I mean, then for sure it's yeah, it's the right one. Um, because I was thinking about something earlier too, with um. Yeah, again, not to like get off track here, but now that everyone knows about Janine's situation, I feel like she's the obvious vote on her tribe too. And it like I I got a little my brain got a little jumbled this episode about who knows what about everyone on their tribe. Yeah, well well Sammy mentioned mentioned something about that as well. That now, so he knows that she, everyone knows she has an idol. Everyone knows she risked her vote. And he mentions something along the lines of once people know you're playing harder than everybody else, that's just a reason to vote you out. Yeah. And so so she's put herself in a tough spot, but she does have the idol, which she might need to use next episode, just with no vote. Who knows what can happen? The merge vote is super unpredictable, but depending on which side of the trap she's on, assuming they do earn the merge, she might luck out again, but then it's just the next tribal. Um, let's see. I think that that's it for the tribe, tribal council, the vote. Um, very curious to see Ryan's reaction next week to see how he plays it off. If, if he has a confessional talk about how dumb his plan was in hindsight or how that goes. Yeah. Um, I guess in an episode like this where there's just so many hasty decisions made, there probably will need to be some revisiting. Because uh, I, <laughs> I at least want to know what these people were thinking at the time. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I would appreciate it if Ryan just says he got caught up in the moment and it was a bad decision and that he owns it. Because it was truly a a dumb choice. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be one thing to lose it and and not feel bad because you think, okay, well, I guess we can just vote out Cassidy now. But to intentionally put yourself in that position with one vote of wiggle room. Yep, just just interesting. But I'm I'm glad those three were able to stick through it and see th- see it through. So we got the merge next week. And we have five Baca. I'm not sure we would have picked that earlier on. Four from Vessi and four from, from Coco. Gabler. Gabler and, and Baca might be the key the key players here, Jared. I like it. I would love it if Janine and Ellie are like forced to work with Gabler, at least for a couple of votes. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a lot of fun and and kind of because like I feel like at this point, you know, he knows that they're trying to pull one over on him, but like he would not mind working with them, but they would like hate working <laughs> with him. I, I, that's a great, great way to put it. I would love it if he was able to turn the tables on them and somehow get them to believe 
without a doubt that he doesn't think his idol works. That would be amazing. And oh. so then they do target him and then he plays the idol and they're just, just dumbfounded, just flabbergasted, floored. That would be so entertaining. I know it's not going to happen. There's no way Gaylor has that, but Owen or Sammy could let him have that and Maybe. give him that. Yep. Yep. Just use it against them. And then <sighs> oh, they'd be so smug, be like, okay, we knew it. He doesn't know it works. We're going to get them so good. And <laughs> he just plays the idol. Oh, that'd be, that'd be incredible. Although, either way, no matter what, he's going to play it because he just, I mean, he has to next week. And I can't wait to see their faces. Yeah, I forgot that he has to play it. So I mean, I mean, no, he, he does though. I mean, like, he, he, I mean, he's not forced to. I think he's not like forced to play it. But it's if he doesn't play it, it's it's only good for one more tribal. Yeah, it only it it only hurts him not to play it. Yes. Now my question here is, and I don't know that we'll have an answer for it. Is if they do the earn the merge, if he's on the winning tribe that can't be voted for. Does his idol then carry over to the next tribal council or would it still expire at this one? Well, it's his next tribal council, right? But he, but he still votes. So he's at tribal council, but he can't be voted for. I'm going to guess that he keeps it. That would be, that'd be my thinking as well. Just because he's not, el- he wouldn't be eligible to be voted for. Yeah, I'll hope that's it. But it'd be a huge bummer if if it just fizzles out with no. We need the payoff on that. Yeah, no yeah. payoff. That's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, I think I feel better about it now that I know, like, there's all the incentive for him to play it, and no incentive for him not to play it. I feel like it's more likely to result in something amazing. Do you think he would call them out when he plays it? Like, well, this idol's only good for one more, one more tribal. I know some people weren't sure if I knew that, but I, or if they put some, some showmanship into it. No, I hope he doesn't. I hope he just plays it. (laughs) He plays into it. I'm not sure if this is even good anymore. That would be way better. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... Oh man. All right, who do you think at this point? I mean, you kind of mentioned the edit. This is kind of tied to that. Is in a good spot going into the merge. Yeah. So uh, on Sunday, um, I think you were you were kind of out and about, but I was discussing with close friend of the show, Christopher Kuna, and uh, he. Well, we were discussing who we thought was getting the best edits or, or who we thought survivor was, was placing um, in good spots to win. And he said two people, uh, he thought the show was trying to, to maybe foreshadow a little bit. Um, my guesses were Carla was first and that was one of them. Um, so we agreed on that one. And then I guessed Owen because um, I think they've made Owen look pretty solid so far, but not 
uh, flashy by any means. Not, not a ton of exposure yet, which which could be good. Yeah. Um, and he said he said no on that, uh, but because he thinks that Owen will look so strong by the end that it'll be like the obvious vote to get him out. Okay, that I, was, I can see that. Yeah, that was at least my interpretation of what he said. Um, I said James, and he was not really on his radar, but he's like, yeah, overall he's looked okay. Um, and then I guess Jesse, and that was the one that he thought was the second best um, portrayed so far. I would have agreed on that until this week. Yep. I, st- I still think Jesse's very much in the running to win, but based again, just off the edit, which is not science by any stretch of the imagination. He did go down a little bit this week just because he was a little short-sighted in a vi- what could have been a very important decision-making process. I would actually say, I still think Carla from the show point of view, his position in probably the best to win. Yeah. But my second spot, might go to Sammy. Yeah. Everything he, every confessional he has when he talks about the game, it's very astute. It's very on point. He's accurate in his assessment. He's well-liked. He's, he's goofy enough where he might not be taken seriously as he should be, but he's, he's playing a pretty darn good game. I think. Yeah. I think I can't disagree with that. Um, I think overall he's been, he's been uh, edited pretty well. Um, So I guess this is more of just a personal opinion. I think he sees the game a little too black and white to, um, to win. Like, I, I feel like he's coming in with like, here's the right way to play. Here's the wrong way to play. And I I'm not sure he's like flexible enough to work his way to the end with enough people on his side, but I, I could, I could see it happening. Um, well, well, he's, he'd be like, uh, I got to give my odds for the episode. <laughs> um, oh gosh. I don't even know how many people are still left. There's what? 13. Uh, 13. So we'll go uh, maybe like plus plus six fifty. Okay, Sammy, right now maybe 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 plus five hundred. You know, th- though that's just good enough and just long shot enough where I'd probably sprinkle a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah, like you. I mean, with the right odds, I could definitely uh, see him winning i think one concern for his is that there aren't a lot of obvious physical threats which off which can be live you know apt to be targeted early on so him and and ryan are probably going to be looked at as physical threats i think noelle too noelle did you see her just hopping through the challenge she looked amazing again that i don't think anyone's gonna look at her her leg and be like she can't do it physically unless they're just not paying attention She's yep. been dominating. Yeah. And when it gets to the individual portion, I think she's going to stick out just like an absolute beast. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that 
people are not going to want to go to the end with her. Um, just because she so obviously has like one of, if not the best stories there. Um, I think, I think she and Jesse probably have the two best. Yep. And, and I could see them coming up with another reason to vote her out, even if they want to dance around um, the leg issue. Yeah. I mean, they, they can also phrase it better than that and still have the yeah. same. Like, yeah. Not, not, not the sympathy vote, but the inspirational vote. Yeah. So this is, this is like right now, this discussion we're having is probably the most interesting topic to me of like, as we know, we're getting into the merge, like who is best positioned to win. And honestly, I think James is still looking really good. James, James is kind of like Owen to me in the sense that they haven't really looked bad at any point. They haven't gotten a ton of, of screen time or exposure, which at this point in the game isn't, isn't a, you know, a death knell by any, by any, by any sense that they're, they're in it enough where we know who they are. We know about them. So like Cassidy up to this point was pretty invisible as far as this, yeah. as far as the season goes, at least, you know, she wasn't getting like a Heather edit, but yeah, she is the most invisible of the remaining players, I'd say. Whereas James and Owen, they get a little bit each week. Just enough to keep to be like, hey, make sure you remember these guys. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I mean, Cassidy, I was at various um, parts in this episode. I actually thought that she was like, like borderline cocky in how she was playing. So, like, I don't know if I'd give her invisible after this one. Well, yeah, up in, up until this. Right. Week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, man, she got a lot of time, and it was like, I mean, I like, you should play with confidence, but, like, you've lasted one vote, and, like, you were one of the names written down. So, yeah. Well, I don't know about her. Um but yeah, there's there's only a few people. Who would you? Here's a different question. Who would you rule out? Who's Gabler. like for sure not going to win? Gabler. I would see you say Gabler first, and I obviously don't think he has a chance. But I would say, I think Cody is almost equally unlikely to win. See, I I think if Cody can get to the end, he can talk his way to a win. I don't think Gabler has any any hope whatsoever of yeah of swaying people because he's not going to go in as a favorite by any by any means if he made it to the final and he's not going to be able to switch that perception whereas cody cody could and that's where he'd get the, get a huge bump over gabler for me okay that's fair uh i i might say Oh, I would say Noel has a pretty bad chance to. Um, do, you, do you think that just because it'd be so hard for her to get to the end? Yeah. Yeah. I just think, yeah, there I'm thinking of all the main targets later in the game. Yeah. In that sense, I'd probably put Cody pretty low. Cause I think he's got a tough road to get to the end, but just thinking that in terms of if you're at the end, how will people view you or how can you make people view you? I think Cody have a good shot. Um, 
I'd put probably I'd probably put Gabler and Cassidy at the lowest odds to win. Okay. But it but that's factoring in both road to the end and then your chances at final tribal. Yeah. Okay. Because I think I think one of those two right now is probably going to become. I mean, they're probably the odds-on favorites to become the GOAT of the season if there's going to be one. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if I see Cassidy. I, I feel like... See, if, if she is actually like a cocky player like we saw this week, and if that's obvious, if that's just how she's on the island, she's going to be that person that gets taken to the end because nobody will will like her enough to vote for her. Okay, yeah, I could I could maybe see that. Um, but again, this was like this was one week, so, not, so we'll see if that's if that's how she is for sure. If that was just how this week went by, but that that could be her, you know, a big hump to get over for her. Yeah, here's here's just one other name too that like I have a bad feeling about, and it's because this player was like shaky at the beginning. Um. And hasn't screwed up like enough where I would count them out. But like, I could see them getting to the end and swaying some people like, like being just good enough to sway some people to vote for them, which would like annoy me. Like, like if this person won, I would be annoyed because I know that they have played a very weak game up until now. And it's Dwight. Completely forgot about Dwight. Yeah, that's you were you were taught you were ex- ex- explaining this person. And I was trying to, I was going through who could it be, and every person I think I went through all twelve and just just blanked on him. At this point, I'd agree with that. I think I mean there's still half the game left. He could still make some moves and become a worthy winner. But yeah, I'd be the way things stand now. I'd be pretty disappointed with a Dwight win. That was kind of, kind of Marianne-ish, where early on, just didn't seem to have a lot of traction, and did one or two things late in the game, and had a strong tribal to finish it. But I've just seen before that that can be all you need sometimes. Yep. But what what are your thoughts? I guess kind of close it out. Overall, first half of the season or first half-ish, how how are we feeling? I feel okay. I feel like there's some potential for more good things to happen. Um, I think having three idols in play post merge is going to be a nice. I feel like it's a change from the last couple seasons, or at least like there's eh, maybe not. I forget how many were in play last season when they went to the merge. But yeah, there at least there's potential um, with that scenario for a lot of interesting things to happen. Uh, Especially because it's very possible that they will become very public idols. Yeah, which um, which could be very dull because people will be like, everyone knows I'm just going to play it, or people try to navigate around when or how to play it too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Um, Overall, like, honestly, I've been very happy 
from like a television standpoint of the people who have gone so far, like the people who have been booted so far um, where like there's, I think a lot of the, the more compelling players are still left in the game, uh, which gives me hope too. I'm just double going back through. I think I would agree with that. Um, Mariah, Justine, Neko, Lindsay, Gio. I mean, Gio is probably the biggest personality-wise that's gone so far. And even he wasn't like a shining star uh, from a TV standpoint. But for of the first five, he probably would be that role. But I, I do, I think I'd agree looking, just looking back at the five that have gone so far that if we're ranking compelling characters, they would probably be five of the bottom five, six, seven players. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing you're in the same boat, like overall feeling pretty optimistic. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been really enjoying this season for, for several reasons, a lot um, do with the cast and the gameplay has been, hasn't been spectacular, but for the most part, it's been, it's either been solid or it's been messy and bad, but in a fun way, it's not just people being idiots. Like if, if, um, if Carla and, and James had decided to put out Cassidy, like that would have just been a bad play, but Ryan and all of his antics tonight, that was bad in a very fun, enjoyable way. So it's been a good balance of that where the, the bad plays have been, been fun to watch versus just like frustrating. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I'm I'm very optimistic. If if it continues on this stretch, now I was high. I've been higher, I think, on 41 and 42. Um, not crazy high, but higher than you at least. That if this season continues more or less on the same path, I think think this will easily be the best of the of the three. You know, quote unquote, new era seasons. Yep. Agreed. Um. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, so much can happen. Yes. Like, yes, we're not, we're not putting anything in stone, lightly writing in pencil. Yep. So overall, uh, it's, it's so hard. I'd probably, I'll revisit my, my rating, um, once we're like officially at the merge, but I would say like, maybe like a six and a half out of 10 so far, something like that. Without thinking too much or actually looking at numbers, if you had to average out the first 42 seasons of survivor on a scale, scale of 10, what do you think the average grade would be for you? Oh, just, just just to give like a, some sort of scope of where this lands at that. Like pre-merge or just in general, just in general, just, just, Rough and dirty. Quick the and dirty. average survivor season. Average survivor season. I'd probably go seven. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's so it's in line with you know mid pack, solid if not spectacular. That would that be fair? Yeah. 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 That seems right. I can live with okay. that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jared, looks like our Timberwolves are in line to get the first win of the season. 
Oh, good. Yeah, I was sweating this one out, not watching or following. Although, uh, we're up by five, and now we're up by three with 12 seconds left. But um, hang on, let me guess. Is it the uh, is it the Spurs? Thunder. Thunder. Sorry. Another should be terrible team. Sorry, I'm getting like some audio here. Now we're fine. Um, okay. But of all people, Rudy Gobert, leading scorer so far. <laughs> 23 and 15. Uh, not a bad debut. All five Worth. starters in double digits, and plus two bench players in double figures. And all five first-rounders we gave up. Totally worth it. And Anthony Edwards, though, four for 17. Hey, it's the volume that counts. <laughs> but eight boards, seven assists. He's contributing. But <laughs> just, just, just a little basketball talk. Um, looks like the Astros are going to pull out game one in the ALCS. So good or bad, depending on how you feel on that. Yep, all all in favor. All in favor of the Yankees not winning. So right, go Astros. But yep. I will be rooting hard for whoever, whoever comes out of the NL. No, can't no? can't cheer for any Philly teams. Why is that? I I just think it's a terrible sports city. That sounds like a topic for another episode. Not the it end is of, not the end of this one. No, it is. It's the fans. I just I can't handle it. That's fair. They, they have a reputation that they've probably earned, seems like. Um, but, yep, just a little, little basketball talk off the, off the end there. Um, good measure. Hopefully the Wolves will not be crappy this year. Hopefully they'll be good. Okay. Um, we're not going to wait around the last 10 seconds. Uh, so that does it. For the, that, was, that was a very, very messy end to this episode. Just like it was messy um, time for, for, for Ryan there. But we'll, we'll sign off here and hopefully go watch the end of this game. Uh, but back next week for the merge, maybe not merge. Um, hopefully the good season will continue. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Talking Llama Pod. And for Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambridge. We'll see you next time for another Scoop of the Crispy.